For the Legends Lounge with Massport. Trade in your clapped-out mower and get $100 off a brand-new Massport mower this month. Visit massport.co.nz for details. Walker Van Dam Coughlin. Wellman coming strongly. In the best traditions of Jack Lovelock and Peter Snell, John Walker wins the 1,500 metres gold medal at the Olympic Games. A little bit of commentary from the 1976 Montreal Olympic Games. John Walker winning the gold medal there. He was one of many athletes that was coached by a very, very special guest on the show today, Arch Jelly. Arch, good morning. Good morning. And thank you for joining us. And first off, uh, congratulations on your 100th birthday, a matter of a couple of weeks ago. That's remarkable. Oh, it's a very dubious qualification, I think. <laughs> <laughs> What's the secret to your longevity? No, no secret at all. I think both, <laughs> both my grandfathers died at 57. But wow. there's a bit of longevity on my mother's side. Well, that's fantastic. And only up until a matter of uh, a few years ago, you were still involved with, uh, with uh, coaching athletics, weren't you? Oh, it's a few years ago now. Yes, oh, yes, I was, you know, yeah, I was coaching up till about, I was, you know, 95 or so. And that's just inspirational. But let's go back to where it all began for you. You grew up in Dunedin. You went to school there at Morningside. You joined a Harrier club. How did Morning, you get, Mornington. Uh, Mornington, sorry. How did you, how did you get into coaching or, you know, yeah, athletes coaching? Oh, I think after after I I was a junior runner uh, early, and then uh, after I came back from the navy, I was uh, I was went back running, and I sort of uh, immediately sort of started to assist people. It wasn't called coaching, but I was sort of helping people, and that was from about 1946 onwards. Who was the first athlete that you sort of took under your wing and helped, so to speak? Oh, it would probably be my uh, young brother, Stan. Oh, really? Hmm. And, and did he achieve, you know, uh, you know anything oh, he great? Got, he was, uh, I could beat him fairly comfortably to start with, but after a few years, uh, the, the, uh, he reversed the tables on me and he started to beat me. And he got, uh, he was uh, runner-up in the New Zealand three-mile champs and he was uh, thir- uh, third in the... Uh, New Zealand cross country. He was quite a good runner, but he was just a, a low mileage runner, like most of us were then. So back back in the day, I think one of the successes for you, one of your first successes as far as Olympics was concerned, was an athlete called Neville Scott. Ah, uh, yes. Well, because I, 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 I never I never coached Neville in '56 uh, when he ran seventh in the fifteen hundred, but I did coach him in. Uh, uh, for the 60 uh, Tokyo Games, and uh, he was going brilliantly, but he he injured his hip, and uh, he he just uh, he he couldn't uh, he could hardly run at all. So it was he, but he did he was making a sort of a comeback, and he he did very very well. Those Tokyo Games, I mean, they're remarkable for that one hour where we won a, a number of uh, gold medals, weren't they? With Peter Snell and Murray Helberg uh, running no, that, so no, well. That was Rome. Oh, Rome, sorry. Yes, in Rome. I mean, that was an amazing result, wasn't it? Oh, that was that was absolutely unbelievable. Uh, we, we uh, most of us, uh, most of the athletic people, we, we thought that Helberg, Murray Helberg would win. He was so good and so consistent. But uh, we, uh, Snell was an absolute, uh, you know, that was a bombshell. Though we did, 
Uh, like if he uh, nowadays, of course, he wouldn't have been selected because he didn't have you know uh, great performances. But, but he was selected. He went over there, and uh, and then we heard that he. Uh, I think it must have been some message Arthur sent home that he he was starting to look pretty good. But when he won it, it was uh, absolutely fantastic. It was unbelievable. And you mentioned there Arthur, Arthur Lydia. I mean, he had he had an unusual coaching style, didn't he, for his boys? Well, uh, originally, yeah, we uh, down south we we heard about this uh, crazy guy up north, uh, Arthur Lydia, who was asking his uh, track runners to run. Uh, uh, 100 miles a week and most of it on the road. We couldn't believe that anybody could be so stupid, but we soon uh, changed our ideas when uh, uh, when the results of Arthur's uh, programs came through. So well, what was your secret? What was your style of coaching then? If Arthur was making them run distances and run up the Waitakere's and back, what did you do with your athletes? Oh, I, I joined uh, the Old Rackers Cup in 1959, but even before then, I, I, could, I could see that Arthur's ideas were, were very, very good. And uh, I started sort of uh, uh, sort of pretty formal coaching in 1960, the year after I joined Oaraka. But I, in the main, I followed Arthur's ideas. I did have a few things I did by, on my own, but, I mean, most of my... Uh, uh, most of my work was based on Arthur's principles. So probably John Walker, Rod Dixon, I mean, they were two of your, your, your top athletes, your top performers, weren't they? No, uh, not, uh, no, not, not uh, John Walker, not Rod Dixon. I did, I did advise Rod uh, for a while, but his main coach was his brother, John. So for, for John Walker, though, I mean, you coached him, didn't you? And you took him to all those Olympic golds and world records and so on? Oh, yes, oh, yes. Oh, I was, that was a, a partnership that lasted for about uh, 20 years. Yeah, absolutely. So what was John like to, for you to coach? Oh, he was uh, fantastic to coach. He was, uh, he, 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 said, he said, when we started, he said to me, look, he said, I'll do anything possible to uh, get as good as I can. And he, anything I asked him to do, he did. He was really, really fantastic. I think back in... 2016, so it wasn't that long ago. You also um, coached a young athlete called Hamish Carson, so it wasn't that oh, long yes, ago. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. I was saying, getting a bit long in the tooth then. <laughs> <laughs> but you've still got the knowledge, haven't you? you? Are you still asked by by athletes around New Zealand, hey, can you help us here or can you give us a, a couple of tips? Oh, yeah, more, more. It's more, uh, yes, but it's more, uh, quite a few coaches uh, approach me and have a bit of a yarn. I'm still, uh, I'm still, you know, very, very interested in athletics. We opened uh, this little segment with John Walker winning the gold at the 1976 Olympics in Montreal. What are your recollections of that day and that run? Uh, well, I remember that day uh, he'd... Uh, uh, he'd, he'd been uh, not uh, a few days before. He'd run the uh, 800, and he'd been uh, knocked out. He'd been out sprinted, and so he didn't qualify. And uh, that night, he was uh, asked by the journalists. Uh, no, the next morning, he was asked uh, uh, how disappointed he was. He said, "Yes, I was disappointed." He says, "But uh, not because I was knocked out. I was disappointed because uh, my coach, uh, who's an inferior player, beat me at snooker." 
<laughs> but uh, on the on the so we got over that, and uh, I knew he was in, in good shape. And uh, so the morning of the, I remember waking up. Where in those days you. Uh, 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 you didn't have your own room at the Olympics and, and G, uh, John and I were rooming together and I said look we'll, we'll, have, another, we'll have a bit of a rest have a bit of a, sleep, uh, a snooze so uh, I set my alarm gong and we both slept for two hours <laughs> and then, and then uh, we, we uh, uh, after a, a, a while we got out and, uh, and we, you know, went out and, do, and it was up to John to do the, jo- uh, do the, do the work. We discussed tactics beforehand because uh, we didn't normally discuss uh, tactics on the day because it was you know, left to the runner. Fantastic. Well, it all paid off a gold medal for John Walker. Would that be, would that be one of the highlights for you? Oh, absolutely, yeah. I yeah. mean, he broke a couple of world records as well, yes. but, I mean, uh, uh, you can't go past an Olympic gold. No, you're dead right there. Nowadays, uh, Arch, you, you spend a lot of time playing bridge, I believe. Uh, yes, I've been told that, yes. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's a rumour, yes. It is a fairly uh, accurate rumour, though. And um, you were involved, you're still involved with lawn bowls? Uh, no, not really. I hope to go back to bowls, but uh, I had a, a bit of a, a knee replace, a knee replacement uh, eighteen months ago, and uh, it, it sort of settled down. But uh, I'll, uh, you know, consider going back to bowls. I mightn't, but I, I'll, I'll see. <laughs> Arch, I think what you've achieved in your your many many years is absolutely remarkable. Did you get the card from the Queen? Yes, I did. Yes, yes. Quite a, quite a nice one, yes, I did. Came by uh, snail mail. <laughs> but, but I received it about a, a week before the event. Did you? Have you met her? No, but I've met the Duke. Oh, how was he? <laughs> oh, he was okay. I met him at uh, uh, Edmonton in 1978, and uh, uh, he asked me uh, what happened to the other... Uh, New Zealand 5K runner, and uh, and that he met, it was Quacks, and uh, I re- I repeated to him what Quacks told me. He said uh, I felt very good for the first uh, 20 metres, but after that I felt terrible. But, uh, that was that was Dick. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely, another legend. Uh, Arch, thank you so much again. Congratulations on uh, on reaching 100 years old, and thank you for your memories. Okay, very fun. Good. It's okay. Arch, Arch Jelly joining us here. New Zealand's oldest Olympic coach celebrated his 100th birthday. It's just fantastic. On the 13th of uh, of August, not that long ago. It's 8:20. Out of the Legends Lounge. Thanks to Massport. To find your nearest participating dealer, visit massport.co.nz. We do it every Thursday. 90% of parenting is just thinking about when you can have a break. <sighs> And when you do take a break, enjoy the Parenting Hangover podcast. They go together like a tutu and jandals. We've said from the get-go, we ain't parenting experts. No. But it's cool to hear, what is your neighbour doing? What do they say? A problem shared is a problem halved. Oh, that's good. Not that my children are problems, but I feel better talking about it. The Parenting Hangover with Clinton Jordan. New episodes every Thursday on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.